0: It's time for Green and Gold Insiders on Wisconsin's afternoon news. Jason Wildy, ESPN
1: Milwaukee, ESPN Madison, ESPN everywhere. That's where he ought to be. We hear him on Wildy and Tausch, nine a.m. to noon, and I always try to check it out. Jason, thanks so much for being with us.
0: Hey, buddy, how are you,
1: man? I am pretty good. How's your Friday going?
0: Uh, better than Matt Lafleur's. Yeah, tell me. Uh, tell me about that. Yeah, he's demonstrably frustrated with uh, the situation with Jair Alexander. So I kind of gave him an opportunity, frankly, to kind of walk back his his tone of voice, maybe, from from yesterday when Jair didn't practice and Jair didn't practice again today. And I asked him, you know, we always ask you if there's concern. I'm curious if there's frustration. And he said, yeah, uh, you know, you're not better when you have one of your best players who's not able to play. They listed him as doubtful, along with Quay Walker. But I don't know. There's just there's. I don't like it at all when people question the 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 seriousness or the validity of players' injuries. So I'm I don't want to do that. I'm basing this statement solely on Matt Lafleur's kind of mannerisms and tone of voice. And there's something that doesn't quite add up. But it does not look like J- Jair will play on Sunday in Pittsburgh, nor. Will Quay Walker, who's also doubtful with that groin injury he suffered. So those two guys are almost certainly out. And then they've got five more guys, including three of their starting offensive linemen, who are questionable for the game. So just when you think they're starting to build a little momentum with a good good win over a bad team in the Rams, uh, here we are again, unsure of who's going to be available.
1: So let's talk the, through the Alexander situation a little bit. Uh, I've been kind of an Alexander critic because I think he's very talented. There's no doubt, but it doesn't matter how talented you are. If you're not available, no matter what any of us do for a living, if you're not available, you're useless. And he had a great game against the Rams. He looked athletic. He made plays. He was on the, around the ball. He made a difference. And now it's frustrating because he's not available again.
0: Yeah. And, and look, if, if you're injured, you're injured. And, and so I, you know, and I didn't get to talk to Jair. You know, I, I firmly believe that anytime you're going to criticize anyone in my role, uh, I want to talk to that person before I'm critical of him. Me. I mean, even Billy Schrader, who hates me to this day, but I talked to him for the story that I wrote that really ticked him off way back in, like, 1999. But be that as it may, you know, Jair didn't talk, so we didn't get, a, get, didn't get to ask him any questions about this. And, again, I'm just basing this on LaFleur's mood is just there, there's a clear frustration that he is expressing. And so that's what makes me wonder what's going on. But until until Jair speaks, and, and he was in the locker room yesterday, he didn't talk to us other than saying a very friendly hello. But, you know, I, I think he's probably uh, not going to play. And that means uh, the, the real issue is what that means for the secondary. Because, remember, they traded Rasul Douglas at the trade deadline So that's another veteran player that's not even on your team anymore. So it's going to be the law firm of uh, Valentine, Valentine, and Rochelle, Rochelle the musical, uh, Robert Rochelle, (laughs) Corey, Corey Ballantyne, and Carrington Valentine will be their top three corners along with Keyshawn Nixon.
1: I love when we can peel back the curtain a little bit, Jason. So take us inside the dynamic of the locker room. Are any players required to talk can they decide whether they talk? Can they decide whether they're even in the room when media has availability? Does, does it depend if they're injured or they're in the training room? How does that whole thing play out?
0: Yeah, so there is there is a rule that you are required to make yourself available. There are certain players that are only required to talk once a week. It's kind of a star player treatment. Uh, but he did not fulfill that. Now, I, I think it's important to point out that you know it's not a rule that's necessarily um, – harshly enforced, but there's a couple of guys that have been a problem over the years for me. Uh, One was Jimmy Graham, who just never talked and eventually got fined $25,000 for not coming in. Uh, Devontae Campbell, their current inside linebacker is not very good about it either. He's a really smart, engaging guy. So that kind of double irritates me because he not only doesn't make himself available, but if he did, He'd actually be really interesting to talk to, and they don't have very many veteran players. But then there's guys like Zach Tom, who does, just doesn't enjoy that part, but, but he does it. And yesterday I had a great conversation with him about matching up with T.J. Watt and how his preparation works. And so, uh, I, you know, we don't bite. It's not that bad. And I know your record is below 500, but, uh, you know, this is part of getting paid millions of bucks. you got to sometimes deal with knuckleheads like me.
1: Hey, I want to ask you about Luke Musgrave, because I think under the radar, he's having a nice season. I think most Packer fans would be like me and not realize that. He is on the brink of breaking Sterling Sharp's record for most receptions by a rookie, and he's had a kind of quiet, nice season. Luke Musgrave, he doesn't seem to be on anybody's radar.
0: Yeah, I really like him, and, and what I like about him is is that You know, he doesn't – in fact, we were just talking to him today about this. Like, he's on pace to not only do that, but also uh, break the record for most receptions by a tight end by a Packer in a single season. But you're right, it's been kind of quiet. Like, he had a big game last week. He had the touchdown. He had another ball downfield that he caught. So those were really good moments for him. But, you know, that's – you you can hear Chewy talk about it. Matt LaFleur talks about it. That's such a hard position to be good at right away. And I think Luke would admit that he's not anywhere close to what he's capable of someday becoming but he has had a good year and especially considering he's a rookie you know he's one of those skies the limit guys and he's been really impressive in 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 small increments that i think will get bigger as time goes on
1: so what are the plans for the uh the weekend what do you guys got going on
0: uh well we still got uh rehearsal for the nutcracker which uh, michael thinks uh, new reimagined version of that is coming around uh coming up fast and then sydney's basketball season starts she's got three games uh, uh tomorrow so she's really excited for the start of basketball season and and we're just you know we're just the uber drivers and uh the cheerers in the stands that's our role espn milwaukee's jason Wildy.
1: you can hear him 9 a.m to noon on wilde and taush and you can read his incredible writing in a lot of different places around our state Wildy, always good to have you with us have a great weekend
0: all right john thanks a lot i appreciate you buddy